Hello. Today we have Ms. Linda Thiffley here to tell us a little bit about missions in SUMC. So would you like to just introduce yourself a little bit first? Hi, my name is Linda Diffley. I have been at Saksana um, United Methodist Church a little over 21 years. I am the, one of the certified lay servants at our church, as well as the team lead for the missions team. Cool. Um, so you mentioned that you're a lay servant and that you kind of are on the leading kind of lead for missions too so do you kind of want to talk about your role in the church in that sense of missions sure so um, I've been missions chairperson for several years now and missions in our church covers a variety of areas uh, where we are involved in the community in the state with other churches um, including our activities even with the thrift shop it um, has grown in regards to the areas where we've become active in the last few years. Um, it is also, we have a very strong link, several of us on the team have a very strong link to and that we're also uh, members of the Christian Outreach Project Board of Directors. So there's uh, not a, it's not a tie through the church, it's more as independent tie, but um, several of us are directly linked with that nonprofit agency as well. I would say if anything influenced me to become more involved with missions, it was really through um, what I've been involved with, with Christian Outreach Project. And would you maybe like to give a quick overview of what Christian Outreach Project or COP is? Sure. So Christian Outreach Project, which is referred to as COP, is where a large number of both high school youth and adults are involved for an entire week doing outreach work, which consists of home repairs, predominantly in Sussex County, but also um, We've done work in Warren County, a little bit in Morris County and Passaic County. During the week, we stay at a camp. Um, most recently, it's been at Camp Henry Hoover, which is a Girl Scout camp. And our program starts on Sunday and runs through Saturday. There's a very large component of outreach work, but there's also a very large component of worship. Um, and there's also a component where there is a lot of involvement with us trying to develop stronger relationships with the other churches that participate in, in Christian Outreach Project. The goal is, has always been to try to engage other churches, not necessarily just United Methodist churches, but to network with the churches as much as possible, to be able to expand the outreach and to hopefully also increase the participants uh, throughout the state. Um, do you know how long our church has been doing COP? 
our church has been involved since day one on Christian outreach projects. So we just completed our 39th year of COP. So our church has been involved for now 39 years. There had actually been missions work previously going more to West Virginia and to other areas outside the state. And there was a decision made that we needed to do similar type work basically in our own backyard. So um, our church has been a very huge contributor and player since COP's inception. Awesome. What do you think the most important part of COP is? I think the most important part of COP is understanding the value of helping people, not only physically, but spiritually and emotionally. Um, there's a tendency to look just at the physical work, but there's a much deeper and a much broader need to, for people that need help to feel the support emotionally and spiritually and know that they're not alone. Many times uh, the families we support feel they're, they're forgotten or that there's very few opportunities for other people to help them. So I think the connection that we make with them as individuals is just as powerful as the work that we physically do for them. Um, kind of going to a different area of mission that we mentioned before, do you want to talk about CUMAC a little bit? Sure. Um, CUMAC is one of the largest food banks in the state of New Jersey in terms of direct support to clients. There's a lot of food banks in New Jersey, but in terms of direct client support, um, CUMAC is one of the largest. It's located in Patterson um, and their outreach has expanded over the years from not just giving out food, but they have a thrift shop um, where they are open to the community with anything from clothing to household goods. But they're also very involved in working with um, local community groups where you, there might be people that need to work um, community hours of service to either support them with something, um, unfortunately, maybe through the legal system where they need community service hours, or um, there are also other programs where in order to get aid, um, they encourage you to also give your time in return as kind of a reciprocal type of program. So CUMAC will reach out to the community to see what they can do to also employ people that need community hours or employ people that need a job. And one of the things that I love about them is once someone's in the door working for them, whether on a volunteer or paid basis, they're very good at making sure to help those people as individuals with housing, uh, with education assistance for themselves or their children. Um, probably about two years ago before COVID, uh, several of my volunteer hours were actually tutoring people that work there that, that dropped out of high school and now wanted to go back and get their GED. 
So I worked with um, several different people there that were going for their GED. And that was very rewarding because um, while you work side by side with these individuals, it was great to know that you were helping them to hopefully improve their own life and eventually be able to obtain a job somewhere um, else where they could make even more money than they were making at Kumac. Kumac is also very good at um, helping their clients that need assistance with either um, getting food stamps, with getting um, diapers and wipes, or getting items the food stamps don't cover, um, getting them medical assistance, um, and sadly for people who have issues with like different types of addiction, also trying to get them free medical support to help with addiction issues. So they are very embracing of the community that they serve um, and keep trying to expand that footprint to other agencies that they're associated with that are even outside of Patterson. Wow. I, I didn't realize that Kumak like went so deep and like did so many different things. I feel like a lot of the time when we hear about it, it's kind of just like, we think of the food bank and bringing the plastic bags, right. and, but it sounds like they do a lot right. more than that. Right. And you know, this, this will probably sound too simplistic, but um, yes, they do give out food. Um, but the way you kind of have to look at it is, okay, the, they may get enough food to last for a week, but then they're, they need, they come back, um, obviously, again, looking for more food. And what Kumak tries to look at is look deeper at how to make that person um, have the ability to not just come and receive a weekly allocation of food, but find the opportunity to find a job or to find other resources that they might need so that um, financially that they're in a better position to be able to support their, you know, their family's own needs. So it's, you know, we say this, it's so much more than about food. It's really about supporting people and individuals, in particular families. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing, they are. Are there any other mission efforts from the church that you might wanna talk about? Because I know those are like two of our like big programs that we do, but if there's anything else you were like thinking about. There's probably uh, one other program and, and we've had to back off and a little bit again due to COVID, but we're trying to get more involved again. It's New York City Relief, which now goes under the term of City Relief. And that is a program where you're doing a day of outreach literally on the streets with the homeless. Um, so they provide soup and they'll provide something to drink and some bread, but they provide also hygiene kits, um, socks, which I'm sure a lot of people would question why give out socks, but a homeless person probably 
as one of the greatest needs they have is for socks. And if they don't have, if they're on their feet a lot and they don't have the ability for regular laundry services, it's one of the few small comforts you can give them is, is a new pair of very good socks. Um, but it's talking with them, finding out where they might need help with employment, uh, with medical doctors, psychiatric help. Um, there's a lot of mental health issues that they do try to support and address. Um, and also just finding shelter, finding a place where they can sleep at night. They're are a lot of good shelters in New York City, but they are also on a first come first serve basis. Uh, you can't make a reservation for them. So it's helping them find all the options so that when they actually get to the end of the day that they hopefully have a place to sleep at night. Yeah, it's great. It's, a, it's an absolutely amazing program. It's a great program. I would Probably also like to put in um, from a missions perspective, some, some plugs for the work we do with Roxbury Social Services. Uh, we, do, we donate food, we donate gift cards, we donate gas cards. Uh, we're involved in their holiday programs, including um, holiday meals and the giving tree. We also have been very supportive with some of the mobile food bank units that have started up over the past year and a half with COVID and continue to support. Um, our own thrift shop has been, continues to be amazing with what they do to support the community, having affordable shopping and making it very easy for people to come in but it's also been great because they develop relationships with people in the community and find out more about their needs and, and things that um, where they're looking for support. We are also going to be looking at an international mission opportunity in 2022 in Costa Rica. And uh, Sam Perez is going to be leading that charge and hopefully I'll be supporting him as much as possible. That will hopefully be in the spring, like the April timeframe of 2022. So um, there will be more to come on that in the next few months, but I think we're all looking forward to something new um, emissions. Several, well, it's been more than several years ago, but it's probably been now, sadly, 20 years ago, the last time we did um, a missions program that was probably outside the state, other than Redbird, was after Hurricanes um, Rita and Katrina. There were several of us that went to Louisiana to do missions work, but we haven't really been that involved. Um, outside of what we do with COP and with some of the work we've done in Redbird. So it'll, it'll be hopefully something that will be another option for people that might want to get involved in missions. That's exciting to see that new stuff is kind of on the horizon for missions. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share about mission and like what you think is important in mission? 
there's there's two things that are that make this um, a wonderful experience. The first is when youth want to do it and get involved, but even more exciting when they get out of high school and still want to be involved and still do things and become adult leaders. Um, that's wonderful. I, I love that because there's, there needs to be growth in the church for people to become more engaged in missions and, you know, start their own programs and do their own things and find new and different ways to do things. So um, it keeps us from getting stagnant. So youth getting involved and especially young adults becoming involved is very powerful. And it's personally, to me, one of the best things I can see. Um, but the, the other thing is just, um, I, I personally believe I've been very, very blessed in my lifetime. And um, I just feel there's a very strong need that, that God has put me here to pay it forward and to do what I need to do to help. And you're never, you should never feel like you're done. Like you should never feel like I've done enough um, and I don't need to do it anymore. I think there's a drive to just keep giving, keep sharing. Um, I, I just think there's so much that when you are blessed that you can turn around and to offer um, in so many different areas. And, and so I just, I feel that very strong need to do that. I think that is very true, and I really appreciate you sharing that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your time today to talk about this and to tell us a little bit about the missions that our church does. Thank you very much. <laughs>